When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Thursday today. Can you believe it? My mic got on. There you go. It's like we don't even know what we're doing. We don't know which end is up. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Bradley Trainer. I have no idea what day it is, by it's the way. Thursday. It's Thursday. I mean, it's still Thursday. No, I know it's Thursday. You say those words, but I have no feeling of what day it actually is. So it's the day that goes right between Wednesday and That's Friday. Cute. But I'm, don't you have that experience? Yes. Like we've been locked away since Tuesday night uh, here at uh, Mystic Lake, and I can't tell. I feel like I've been here for like a week. Have yeah, you I been I feel outside? like I've been here for five minutes. I was going to say, the, the one thing is, I have not been outside since we arrived Tuesday night. Have you? No, and I heard that there was some weather last night. Yeah. I didn't see it because I was in a I know everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's severe weather outside. And it was like, you could have fooled me. Right? But here's why we're here. We are here at Mystic Lake Casino because we are in the middle of our eighth annual Project Down and Dirty. And this year it is Project Down and Dirty Comedy. Project Down and Dirty, our reality show on the radio. We uh, we step outside of our comfort zone. We try something new. Uh, we are putting on a comedy show on Friday night. And we That's have, tomorrow. That's that tomorrow night. Tomorrow, right? <clears throat> We've made that change from on Friday to tomorrow. Yep. Um, and we are also raising money for charity in the midst of all of this. Now, we are lucky, I believe, because the charity we are raising money for is Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. Also, Stevie Ray is teaching us our skills for life with the whole comedy show. So we've been working really closely with you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for Mr. having me. Mr. Stevie Ray, the legendary Mr. Stevie Ray. Legendary. Mr. Tell, Stevie mm-hmm. Ray. Tell that to my wife and stepdaughter. I was going to well, say, I'm legendary. That probably will doesn't happily do get so. you very far in your daily life. No, no. But I, here... Uh, at Project Down to Dirty, it really gets you far because we've been listening to pretty much everything that comes out of your mouth. I, I'm, I'm willing to have that because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> well, we are, uh, you, you have our rapt attention at all times because you are the one that is going to make sure that we don't fall flat on our faces tomorrow night. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Quite uh, literally. So how are we doing so far? Oh, well, uh, Be honest. I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm working with the two other members of Stevie Ray's Improv Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, the co-founder of the company, Pamela Main, who is our artistic director, mm-hmm. and then associate director, Joe Harstead. Those two are handling the improv portion of the training, and I'm handling the stand-up comedy portion of the training. And all three of us are thoroughly impressed. Uh, with the progress because uh, it, it takes a long time to get this kind of stuff in your bones and you folks just 
jumped right off the high board. We are laughing our heads off every day. Our professional troop members who have stopped in during yeah. the rehearsals have come to us and said, these guys are really good. Oh. In, in a way that kind of makes them worried. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, my God, we got to keep up with these We're people. We're not quitting our day jobs. No. <laughs> but I will say, well, there's always room for a night job for some. But I, I have actually, to your point, I have been really, not that I don't realize how talented our coworkers are, but we just don't get to see them in this environment. And the, the, some of the t- comic timing, some of the ability to just pull things out of nothing, it really yes. has been. And, um, you know, for you, uh, we should we should remind people that uh, one of the reasons that we have you here today is because not only are you helping us, and that is an act of charity, you also are <laughs> the head of a charitable organization called Stevie Ray's Skills for Life, right. which we've been raising money for on the Colleen and Bradley show. And um, we'd love to hear a little bit about how I'm sure in your day-to-day experience um, with Stevie Ray Skills for Life, you have similar uh, reactions. Like, wow, people who maybe didn't expect that they were going to have such a knack for for the yes. skills required are, are actually far more competent than they realize. Well, a lot of people only know improv through its comedy form, and they right. don't know that improv actually started decades ago as a technique for training people in communication skills Mm. and how to interact effectively. So when Pamela and I started Stevie Ray's, we said, we want to do both. We want to do the comedy side and we want to help people improve their lives. Mm -hmm. So the Skills for Life project is where we go into homeless shelters, domestic abuse centers, at-risk youth programs, and we use the skills of positive interaction to build self-confidence, self-advocacy, communication skills, we, uh, it helps people find and get jobs. Mm-hmm. The job interview can be the hardest thing in the world. Dealing with landlords to try to get housing and advocating for yourself there. Yeah. Uh, difficult life situations. We've had people say, I have to go to court next week and fight for custody mm-hmm. away from my abusive ex-spouse. Mm-hmm. That's a very difficult situation. And people have taken our workshops for those purposes and come back later and said, oh my God, I was able to handle it. Yeah, because really, I mean, you you do, you have to trust yourself. Yes. And sometimes that's even harder than trusting other people. Both, you know, both are necessary in order to kind of be successful at what you're putting out there on the stage. Um, and that's just one of the major life skills you, you learn in, in learning about improv. The other thing about you, Stevie Ray, if I may just uh, be so bold as to give you many compliments right now, is that you, you are above and beyond your knowledge and understanding of comedy and improv. You have this like extra set of knowledge about the brain and how the brain works that has, for me, in working with you, been so um, helpful in understanding why my brain is telling me the things it's telling me and how to tell my brain to stop telling me those things. You can't improve your life if you don't know how your brain is working with you or against you. Yeah. So we study a lot of neuroscience and psychology to put into our workshops, and it gets people over these humps. Joe uh, Harstead and I were teaching a workshop just last week uh, for a Skills for Life project uh, session, and a woman who has been coming for quite a few weeks came in last week and said, I went from homeless to having two jobs now. Wow. And she said, it's only because I took these workshops that I was able to go in there and actually tell myself yes instead of telling myself no. Mm. And if you can't trust yourself, you can't trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our pe- uh, participants have PTSD, anxiety disorder, all because of their life situation. And it, this helps turn around people's perspective 
and and build a happier life. Yeah, that just is a thrill for us. Yeah. So how do you how just give us a little bit of the sort of nuts and bolts? Like how do you determine when to do a class? How are these classes made available? How can people who uh, hope to benefit from them find out about them? Sort of the day to day. An organization will contact us. Uh, in fact, one of the uh, charities that uh, I think uh, who's doing Tubman? It's Jason and yep. uh, uh-huh. Alexis. Jason Alexis yeah. uh-huh. We've worked with Tubman before quite often. Uh, an organization will contact us and say we really think our residents or clients could use your help. We will set up workshops. We go in. The workshops are fun. They're interactive. They're they're a bunch of laughs. And we teach them, like uh, you talked about, the brain mm-hmm. and how the behavior works and what the triggers are that we're using against ourselves. Uh, we'll do a workshop for a couple hours a week and go back and go back and go back. And as long as we have a good relationship with the organization and we see some positive results, we continue working with them. And we'll have clients within those organizations maybe taking a class for a month or for years really depends on the organization and their needs. For our listeners who are out there right now thinking, you know, I this sounds so cool, I would like to give to this organization. First of all, I'll tell you, all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com and it's very easy to click through and figure out how to donate to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. But but what does um, what does the money that comes in through our donors do for you? It allows us to give free training to those who need it. Mm. Our goal is to work with places uh, like homeless shelters and domestic abuse centers and places like that and say, okay, you don't have the money to pay for this, neither do your clients, mm-hmm. so we're going to do it for free. So once the money comes in, we call up an organization and say, now you get a year's worth of free classes for the people who need it, and we have the experts at Stevie Ray's who are set up and ready and waiting to go out to these places. Uh, I do quite a bit of the training myself because I really love seeing these results. Uh, and we have a bunch of other teachers, too, just waiting to go out. Uh, there are times we've said, we don't have the money, we'll just have to volunteer. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so needed. Yeah. So every dollar helps us get more people on their feet yeah. and going. So you've said how much you enjoy you know, the work. It helps. You know, it's meaningful for you. What maybe are some of the things you hear from the other troop members or people that are involved that are going out and having this experience? What is that? How, how is it in, in turn helping them? I, I'm getting a little choked up mm. because they come back crying. Mm-hmm. We've had them come back crying mm-hmm. and saying, I can't believe that we were able to do this yeah. for somebody. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't, we don't experience their kind of life. And I had a woman in a workshop say to me, after taking a few uh, classes about trust and about, uh, about how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others, and she said, I realized my entire life has been about the word no. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've told myself no. Mm-hmm. And I'm passing it on to my children. Mm-hmm. And when they asked me, one, one woman said, my kids asked me where clouds came from. And I immediately said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ask somebody else. And she said, I'm going to stop that cycle right now. I'm going to say yes to myself. And when my kid asked me where do clouds come from, I'm going to say, God sneeze. <laughs> and she said, my kid is going to learn yes. Yeah. And that's the cycle that changes. Yeah. So our troop members feel this power that they mm-hmm. never expected by learning improv. Yeah. People just think, oh, it's going to be comedy. It's so much deeper than that. 
Well, and I, I was just going to say, and Colleen, you back me up, but the experience that we've had, just the, the small little snippet of it is, I feel like I'm psychoanalyzing myself over the last couple of days and really just approach, like thinking about how I talk to myself, thinking about how I talk, thinking about, more importantly, how I listen or don't listen very often. And that's, that's powerful stuff, man. And, you know, you add that with some fun, and that, that can be very transformative. It really is. And, you know, and, and there's this part of it, and, and, and I feel like you mentioned this perhaps on the first, the first day that we met, um, which feels like it was like a month ago, but it was just a couple days ago. Um, but, but that, you know, when you think about how kids, they don't, the kids aren't born with the word no in them, right? They sort of learn that. They're born with that imagination. They're born with that ability to see something where there is nothing. And as we grow, we kind of lose track of that. And getting back in touch with that and realizing, like, everything really is a possibility, it's it's like so fun and yeah. I just want to do it all the time. And I have yeah. lived a very fortunate life. So I can only imagine, um, you know, you know, for people who have had that no be such a prevalent part of their lives to feel the yes coming in. With the way the brain is wired, it is actually wired with twice as many receptors to receive negative input mm -hmm. as to receive positive because it's much more important for the brain to avoid danger mm. right. and to seek pleasure. So that therapist will tell you as a result, for every no you hear, you have to hear a hundred yeses to overcome it. Mm -hmm. So people who have had a lot of no in their life, it's not simply, well, buck up and give it another try. Right. You have got to rewire everything. And children, like you've said, they're not born with anything negative in them. Yeah. It, they're born with more positive. And then they're fed this stuff. And you've got to oh, overcome yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And then you end up being 43 years old and mm -hmm. telling people no. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to tell people no now. We have now. to tell you no now. Actually, we, no, we don't. Uh, yes, we can say yes, and, and we get to experience uh, more of this later on today. And we're going to have somebody else um, who has been involved with Stevie Ray Skills for Life on the show in just a little bit that can add to everything you've already shared with us. So thank you. Thank you, folks. Yes, and uh, and if you'd like to donate to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life, go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, keyword comedy will get you to all of the, the, the Project Down and Dirty stuff. And please, please, please um, reach into your hearts, reach into your pockets, and, and help Stevie Ray's Skills for Life help so many people. We'll be back with a dirt alert on the other side of this on My Talk 1071. Holly Roberts coming at you with all the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Holly. Natalie Honey Marinos. Uh, Want to give you a little celebrity justice news starting off Ooh. this dirt alert. This yes, a judge uh, today sentenced a one-time rap mogul Suge Knight to nearly three decades in prison wow. for killing wow. a man during a 2015 hit and run. That 2015 hit and run happening in the parking lot of a restaurant in Compton, California, where they were filming the uh, biopic for NWA Straight Outta Compton. And uh, he was sent Sentenced to 28 years in Yikes. prison for that crime. Years. Wow. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, and again, that happened after a dispute. All of it was captured on surveillance cameras. God, I remember how just crazy shocking. Yeah. scary that was. It was scary Very and frightening, shocking. yes. So there goes Suge Knight into jail. Okay. Let's move on from that story. Let's uh, just uh, go to um, Alan Alda. He's making headlines oh today. Gosh, why is he in the <laughs> headlines? Yeah, no kidding. Blast <laughs> uh, from the past. Yes, well, he is receiving the uh, SAG Lifetime Achievement Award at the upcoming SAG Awards, the oh, okay. Screen Actors Guild Awards that happen uh, during awards season early in uh, the year in 2019. So he has Can been I named- just say, I feel Please. like SAG is such an unfortunate acronym. Yeah. Right? It's, worse. It's, like... Sure. I'm, ge- I'm going to be honored at the SAG Awards. It just sounds so old. Anyway, but, <laughs> well, it's a huge honor. Yes, he is the 55th recipient of the SAG Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award. He's getting this, of course, for his career achievement and humanitarian accomplishments. That is going to be happening on January 20, uh, 27th at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. I always, I mean, I can't believe we're already getting close to award season beginning again. It's just, it's mm-hmm. going to be here like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Alda, good thing that he's receiving this. He has won six Emmys, six Golden Globes, four DGA Awards. That's the Directors Guild of America Awards. He's also won three, to- he's had three Tony nominations, an Oscar nomination, and he also has won the WGA Valentine Davis Award. So he's directed, he's uh, writing, and now he's being act- uh, honored for his acting work. So, you know, he's, 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 he's had a talented, he's had a storied career for that's, sure. Yes. That's somebody who uh, definitely will earn their Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, right. so often you're like, what? Why are you getting a Lifetime Achievement Award? Yeah. Oh, because nobody ever gave you an award, even though we kind of think you're awesome. Yeah. He has certainly uh, accomplished a lot. Yes. You know somebody else who has accomplished a lot? Chloe Kardashian. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah, no, I totally... When I think of Alan Alda, I mm-hmm. think of Chloe <laughs> Kardashian. It's like actually literally my next thought every time. Well, good thing... <laughs> Because Khloe Kardashian is all about cryptic quotes, so she's not winning Tonys, Oscars, no. or anything. Do but- they have a Lifetime Achievement Award for really passive-aggressive uh, inspirational quotes on Instagram? Well, oh my gosh, Khloe Kardashian would be getting that. She's been posting some messages on social media referencing to the hours of sleep she's lost due to, quote, overthinking mm. and stressing. Well, Welcome join to the club, the club. Here, <laughs> Last night. Yes. Uh, here's what she posted yesterday on her Instagram story, Khloe Kardashian. If you've been truly brutally broken, but still have the courage to be gentle to other living beings, then you're a bad blank with the heart of an angel. Now, this is... A- okay. <laughs> Go, May I? go, go. May I? You, you have the floor. So, the can you just read the whole quote again? Because I cut you off, I think. Here's the quote. If you've been brutally broken, but still have the courage to be gentle to other living beings, then you're a bad blank with a heart of an angel. I don't understand what that means, mm. but can you go back to the quote just so I can look at it? Sorry. <laughs> I need can to you read pull, it again for no, the next 10 minutes? No, because I need to pull it down. I need to pull it apart. And it's that first part. If you've been brutally broken, uh, you know, the assumption is here that she's saying this about herself, right? right? Like, right. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. brutally broken. So basically, I'm a badass with the heart of an angel. That's yeah. what she wants you to get, right? Right, right, right. right. That's, she's saying mm-hmm. that about her. 
Khloe Kardashian, brutally broken? Yes or no? Mm, go. No, I mean, okay, yeah, not you. any more than anybody else brutally on broken. planet Earth. Is she living no, a courageous actually, life? Actually, I can say less than. For the most part, yes. Here's my, I mean, I think you and I are saying completely different things. My feeling is everybody is feels brutally broken at some point in their lives. I get that. Yes. But when you say those things out loud, yep. you have to you have to check yourself. And absolutely. And if you don't, fine. You just be you and you go off and do you. But I think it's very important when you hold a position like Khloe Kardashian to not be seen as acting as though you're somehow struggling more than anybody else. Yeah, and then also dropping a quote like this and then offering no explanation to why. We need a caller. Sorry to play our 30-second pop culture challenge coming up next. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. If you have not yet donated to our friends at Stevie Ray's Skills for Life, now is the perfect time to be doing that. You guys, yeah. Can I just, can I give a little... Yeah, uh, please plug away. Go I to just, town. I want to... Okay. I've heard that before. Uh, I just want to um, take this moment, you guys, and say that, uh, you know, we come to you during Project Down and Dirty and we talk a lot about making contributions. This organization, Stevie Ray Skills for Life, is very meaningful for everybody who's benefited. The only way people can benefit, though, is if you make a contribution. And unlike a lot of larger organizations who maybe have different resources to pull from, this is a very meaningful contribution for Stevie Ray Skills for Life. It has a direct impact on actual people in our community who will have skills to overcome the challenges that they face each and every day. They've already got a bunch of barriers in front of them. Stevie Ray Skills for Life is a way to knock down some of those barriers. And again, they don't have huge institutional funding behind them, at least that I'm aware of, right. that um, your, that makes your $5, your $10, your $100 or $500 contribution, whatever it is for you, because I'm telling you there are people listening who can certainly do that, makes a huge, huge impact. And I would hate... The other thing is we have a $2,000 match going on, and we're not even close to hitting our match. If we leave money on the table, I'm just going to feel bad personally. So if you would just take uh, a moment for Colleen and myself and Holly and the people at Stevie Ray's to make that contribution, just go to the website, mytalk1071.com, click on the Donate button. That would mean the world to us, and more importantly, to all the people that are going to benefit. Absolutely. And now, with no further ado, we will play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? You know what? I'm going to have to throw that over to Lindsay because I did not hear. Who is on the phone today, Lindsay? We have Hannah on the phone with us today. Hannah's on the line. And what is Hannah playing for, Bradley? Hannah is playing for a run of engagement movie pass for two to see Colette starring Kira Knightley and Dominic West at participating AMC Theatres. Wonderful. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okie doke. Uh, I'm just making sure I'm on the same page that Colleen is on. And yep. Okay. Here we go. Who created the musical Hamilton? Lin-Manuel Miranda. The reality show The Hills aired on what cable network? MTV. Catherine McPhee was runner-up on what reality competition series? American Idol. Who is Kate Hudson's mom? Goldie Hawn. What is Indiana Jones' real first name? Uh, guess, 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 guess. Tom Adam James. Oh, oh, 
God, you did so well. You did such an awesome job. Thank you for playing today. Unfortunately, you did not win. The answer to that final question was, of course, Henry. Henry is the name of Indiana Jones. That's his real first name. Indiana is the name of the dog. Oh, look at you. Thank you for the random information, Holly. Oh, we should make a sounder of that. Yeah. Uh, All right. On-air production. Now that we are done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, which, by the way, we play every day at 1230, it is time for us to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by, by the, the item. item. Rolled up like a douche and the no. motor in no. the light. No, 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 there's no, no douche. There it is. <laughs> uh, let's go to a... <laughs> a knock, knock, pudding head. <laughs> Excuse you? Let's go to an AA minus list, mostly television actress. This is the person who is the subject of our first blind item okay. from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Again, an AA minus list, mostly television actress. Okay. AA minus, mostly television actress. Okay. Yes, here's your blind item. This A slash A minus list, mostly television actress who seemingly stars in every show made by this showrunner mm. went straight to a televised event from the bed of her much younger lover, who her significant other knows nothing about. <gasps> Is it, um, gosh darn it, what is her name? Seems so confident. No, I am. Angela Lansbury? No. No. Is it a Ryan Murphy person? Yeah. Is it the one It's what's her name? Yeah, it's what's her, uh, that's why I can't remember her name. Oh my the God, blonde, we're horrible. The blonde. Oh yeah, that one. She's dating the much older lady. Oh my God, I'm a horrible gay yeah, right now. Yeah, and this now. person has a name. I know, and I cannot they remember all Jessica Langa. Mm, oh no, I wasn't thinking of no. her. No. I was thinking of the younger one. Who's yes. dating the older woman? What yeah. is her name? I can see her face. Sarah? Oh, Sarah Paulson. Paulson. Ding, da, ding, ding, Yay! ding, ding. There it is. Lesbian. Let me fill Lesbian? the blank for you. Okay. Isn't Danny Thomas one of those? Sorry, that's a Golden Girls quote. Go on. Well, thank you. Uh, Sarah Paulson, who seemingly stars in every show made by Ryan Murphy, went straight to a televised event from the bed of her much younger lover, who her significant other knows nothing about. Ooh. I was tripped up on the much younger, thinking she was older, but uh-huh. she's obviously older, but in the context of her relationship, she's the younger because... And then there was somebody even uh, younger than... Myrtle, she was. Uh, who's in fruits? What's what's the um, oh, her I, name? Her partner's name. The, she was on Bosom Buddies. Yes. Yeah. She. Her, it's not. I keep wanting to say Tang Bailey. I am such a bad gay today. I'm sorry. My recall you is crap. You haven't had enough sleep, Bradley. It's not your fault. Well, Donnie snores a little bit. Let's not okay. talk about it All too right. much. We don't need to talk about <laughs> it. I did take some audio, spot. but I don't want to share it. Anyway. Oh um, my gosh. Okay. Who is it? It's a name. It, it's like you know a, what. While you're thinking, I I'm will. just going to remind people. Yeah, you do it to uh, head over to mytalk1071.com. Her partner is Halvin Taylor. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, donate to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. That is the reason why we are missing sleep because we are so busy here trying to raise money <laughs> for this wonderful, well, I wonderful. I was playing organization. slots last night before I went to bed. That's so nice also truck. true. That is also Holly true. did great. By the way, can I just really quickly oh, yeah, take a sure. moment to honor Holly Roberts? She blew. You were winning some fat stacks last night. I didn't even hear about this. Oh my god! The, blind she, item. Blind this item. My tacos. This very attractive, <laughs> younger than her co-hosts, <laughs> lady on the show with two amazingly talented radio hosts. That's us. Yeah, it was good. Uh, that's us. Mm-hmm. Won lots of money last night on a slot machine. 
It's Holly. It's Holly Roberts. <laughs> oh, thank you. Proud of you, Holly. No, it's just, yeah. it's a fun, can I just say it's fun to watch somebody win on a slot machine? She kept getting bonuses, and I'm obsessed with winning bonuses yeah. on slot machines because mm-hmm. it's fun. And she got like all these free games, and it was just like blowing up. I screamed so loud that the woman behind me looked, and she was, re- and she thought maybe it was like a huge jackpot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fine, mm-hmm. right? But it wasn't like, it was like $10,000. $10, yeah. Yeah, like- <laughs> but I was acting like, I was like, I'm sorry, it's not that much. She's fine. It's we were okay. drinking Shirley Temple yeah. last yeah. night. I mean, it got it real kind crazy. Of it got yeah, a little kind of crazy. All right, go ahead. Right. Another All blind right, item. Another here. blind item. Yeah. Sorry. Shiny objects. <laughs> uh, let's think about an A-list, mostly television actress, and her former co-star. An A-list, mostly television actress, and her former co-star. The subject of the following blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This A-list, mostly television actress who has had middling success in movies just doesn't know when to let things go. Once again. The actress from an iconic role is throwing a former co-star under the bus and blaming her for a reboot failure. In reality, it's the A-lister who is the hang-up because of her money and diva demands. Mm. So two people. Think about two people. I know the blind item is kind of a little clunky, but that sometimes was a lot NT, of, NT lawyer, yeah. you know, he's writing them on the There's fly. There's a lot of words. So okay. think about we could this. Probably, you know, we could probably give him a workshop or two. Right. Yeah, the A-list mostly television actress, she is from an iconic television role. Mm-hmm. And she's throwing a former co-star, which co-starred with her while she was playing that iconic role, under the blo- bus, <laughs> blaming her for a reboot failure. In reality, it's actually the A-list television star who is the hang-up of the reboot because of her money and diva demands. Is this a Roseanne experience? No, it is not a Roseanne uh. experience. <sighs> I know, I'm trying to think of failed reboots. Yes. Um, you know, but, but uh, presumably it's oh, Murphy what? Brown. No. Oh, is it a reboot that's not on the air any longer? Like no. It, it, or, or it's still airing and it's just. Bleh. Let me give you a hint. This okay. is going to be the third installment of a film series of a very mm. popular television show, mm. and the third mm. iteration did not happen. And oh, we were, oh, Sex and the City. Oh, because you guys are so familiar with that yes. show. Yeah. Hey, look, at least we got it this time. That's true. That's true. Let me fill in the mm-hmm. blank for you. Okay, once again, Sarah Jessica Parker is throwing Kim Cattrall under the bus and blaming her for so the failure of Sex and the City 3. In reality, it's SJP who is the hang-up because of her money and diva demands. Now, there was a headline on page six yesterday about this saying, Oh, well, we'll never do the reboot without Kim Cattrall. But it's like, no, actually, you weren't going to do it anyway, and you're just playing off the fact you know she won't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's because they weren't offering you enough money and control, which is the real reason why Sex and the City 3 wasn't happening. Just be honest about it, SGP. It's okay. Be I the didn't even want it anyway. I didn't even care. Yeah, I know. That second movie, woof. I didn't even see it. Guess what else? I didn't even see the first one. Guess what else? I never even watched the show. Ever? Not really. Uh-huh. Real, well, Actually, I mean, so you've seen episodes. Yeah. Okay. The show like, was I don't good. Care about the movie. It was stink. good, but you know, I you know where I was my brain when that came out. Like, what year would that have been? I was like in the ninety-eight. Yep. Twenty years 90s. ago. Wasn't Queer as Folk on it about the same time? About the same time. Yes. So I think that's where my headspace mm-hmm. was, and I was not in a space to like care about um, Sarah Jessica Parker and her you know overly privileged life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when we oh, come- sorry. That just seemed kind of depressing all yeah. of a sudden. But you know what? We're going to lighten up the mood after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to have one of our mentors from Project Down in Dirty Comedy. Joe's going to be joining us on stage uh, to talk a little bit more about what we've been learning and how we're doing. Ooh, uh-huh. sorry. We'll be back put it, after put this. You on the spot. On My Talk 107.1.
Well, before we get started, we have some thank yous to issue. Absolutely. We want to say thank you to Dawn, to Jessica, to Joan, to Sophia, to Leslie, and of course to Jaren, who won our VIP tickets. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Now, we will be auctioning off another set of those in the next hour of today's show. So be listening uh, to bid on those VIP tickets. Don't start bidding yet. We won't be doing that until uh, we come back. But those are the people who have donated to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life Project. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Tra- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Trainer, Holly so Roberts. we got a guy named Joe for you because yeah. Joe is going to tell us why Stevie Ray Skills for Life is so awesome. We know Joe, but you don't know Joe. We're going to introduce you to but Joe. But Joe knows a thing or two about Stevie Ray Skills for Life. Joe, thanks for joining us today on the show. Oh, wait, hold oh, on. We I gotta, sorry, you think we Radio were professionals. so hard, We have failed you. Thanks for having me, there guys. There you are. You have been a professional for the last couple days helping us with Project Down and Dirty. Absolutely. Uh, comedy, but you're also very familiar with our charity, Stevie Ray Skills for Life, and how it helps people. Can you tell us uh, what you know about this organization and how you're involved? Uh, Well, my position with that is uh, basically the uh, overseer of what we do with that. So when a charity reaches out to us or an organization and they say, we'd like to do this, it's my responsibility to figure out who the best teacher for it would be, to figure out what their needs are, Mm. and then to send the appropriate person. Sometimes that's Stevie Ray, sometimes that's me, or any of our other uh, professional teachers to teach these lessons to the people. And before I move too fast, I'm sorry, what's your role with um, Stevie Ray's? Uh, I am the associate director for Stevie Ray's, so I oversee our performance, our teaching, our school of improv, as well as then doing some general business work. I will say, you know, the, over the past couple days working closely with you, one of the things that we were most excited about was the fact that you really do make teaching your business. All of you do. It's not that you said to us, okay, here's a game, go out and play it, and we'll all laugh. There really is a method to the madness. There's a, there's a sort of procedure. There are rules to improv. Absolutely. Can you, can you kind of give us a, a bare bones, um, what are the rules of improv? Well, there's a bunch of them, mm-hmm. um, and the function for having rules for improvisation is that uh, you cannot be creative without structure. Mm-hmm. If I looked at you and I just said, be funny, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I said, tell me a joke about doctors, you've at least got something to work right. with. Yep. So in the creation of improvisation long ago, which we now use, uh, the line of thinking was that you need somewhere to start to create. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have eight rules of improvisation uh, that we use and we give to all of our performers. The most important one being rule one, trust yourself, trust your partner. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you can't work with the person you're with, if you don't trust they'll do the best thing they can do, 
you're never going to get anywhere in improvisation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was actually one of the things that, uh, that I, and I don't remember if we talked about it this morning in a session or uh, I think when Stevie and I were, work, Stevie Ray and I were working one-on-one on my stand-up routine, um, we were talking about that idea that you have to remember that the person who you are working with is there is the best they can be and trusting that they are the best they can be it's not do you think they're the best that they can be it's not do you think they're the best it's that you trust that who is showing up i keep on gesturing to bradley because every day he's the one that i have to trust i am the best, the best that i can be yes <laughs> Regardless of how good that is, exactly. whether you are your best and on, and on every day, it could be a little bit different, right? right. And so, um, but so that has been um, that has been such an awesome kind of reframing, I think, for all of us as we have to trust each other, and we all have to trust different people. Meaning, what I mean is, usually you're, when you and I c- come into a show, it's the two of us doing this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage, though, or when we're doing the improv, right? Sometimes it's Julia, or sometimes it's Donnie, Absolutely. or sometimes it's everybody and so kind of learning you know to just trust everybody right and trust yourself which sometimes is the hardest part absolutely yeah Uh, i was just gonna say how do you how do you um i totally lost my question you were gonna say something go on sorry (laughs) oh no worries um one of the big things to kind of reconnect it back to the skills for life Mm -hmm. project that we work on is this trust yourself and trust your partner is so important because my passion with this project is working with disadvantaged youth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and these kids lose the opportunity to have the parent in their life that shows them how valuable they are, mm-hmm. how skilled they are, and what they have. So teaching young kids, you know, anywhere from 10 to 18, this is what you can do. Yeah. You can make laughter all by yourself Mm -hmm. and just learning that you can do that for other people provides so much confidence for these young people um, that it makes them less scared to go do interviews to try and get into college or try to get that first job it's a huge huge step for them have you heard like what's some of the feedback that you've heard from people involved in stevie ray skills for life that uh, really shows how important it is um I specialize in teaching our youth programs, and after uh, a specific one, I had a kid come up to me and say, you know, I have, I have not laughed here mm. in so long. Uh, he had been in this homeless shelter for eight months, and the average stay is usually only a month or two, so he's yeah. seen every one of his friends come and go, mm-hmm. Wow! Um, and so he was in a really, really dark place and he said to me you know this makes me feel like i can get out of here Mm. you know you've proven that even if i don't get out of here with my family someday i'm going to have the skills necessary to make sure i don't end up here with my kids Mm. which is such a huge thing when we've talked with these programs they talk about breaking the chain Mm -hmm. and and sometimes you got to start with the kids to break that chain right that's right. powerful. So I think a lot of people, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Joe from Stevie Ray's um, Skills for Life about you know the the power of this organization. I, I guess it it's not intuitive necessarily when you say we teach people improv that it's going to have such a profound effect on their lives. We know it now. We can understand it because right. we've been experiencing this firsthand ourselves. But it's so important that you know you share stories like that because. Um, you know, our listeners, I, I think, want to have a better understanding of exactly why doing some of these exercises can really 
give people tools in their day-to-day life. I, I think the easiest, I mean, I think one thing everybody can sort of relate to is when, when you talk, when you say, like, you're going to go out on stage, you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you have no roadmap, um, the fear that you feel inside, everybody feels that, right? If right. you really, like, honestly think about what that would be like, and, and understanding that as you do it, you build confidence, right. you can really see how that applies to, to you know, some of the disadvantaged youth that you're talking Absolutely. about and how important that is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To gain that confidence. Can you tell us what the money does? So, like, I know um, just from a, you know, uh, just straightforward standpoint, when a, when a listener who's listening right now calls in and makes a contribution, what does the money actually allow you guys to do that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise? What this allows us to do is we are a relatively small organization. We only have three full-time employees. So... Uh, this money allows us to get our other trainers to take time off work. Yeah. So that I can get the best person there to work with these people. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for all the work you're doing with us and the work you do for Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. You can donate at mytalk1071.com, keyword comedy. Please help us get to our goals. We'll be back after this. Bradley's going to change our life with a crazy...